My mum always said life was like a box of chocolates. I am Iron Man. I see dead people. May the force be with you. To infinity and beyond! I will not die sober! The entire world's about to forget that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Everyone? Uh... Can't some people still know? That's not how the spell works. So my girlfriend's just gonna forget about everything we've been through? I mean, is she even gonna be my girlfriend? All right, fine. <laughs> Everyone in the world's gonna forget that you're Spider-Man, except your girlfriend. Thank you so much. Oh my God, Ned. Okay, let's not change the parameters of this spell anymore while I'm casting Okay, I'm done, it. I'm done. I, I swear I'm done, I'm done. Oh, he wasn't done. He was not done. Hello, everyone. This is Pop Horror View the Movie Podcast. I am Matt, along with Jimmy and Kelly. Hi. Hi. And today, we are still looking back on 2021, and we're talking about Spider-Man No Way Home, the crazy movie of 2021 that actually seems like it's not in a pandemic anymore, but sort of. Jimmy, would you like to grace us with a summary? With Spider-Man's identity now revealed, Peter asks Doctor Strange for help. When a spell goes wrong, dangerous foes from other worlds start to appear, forcing Peter to discover what it truly means to be Spider-Man. And the Rotten Tomato score is critics is 94% and audiences is 98%. At one point, they had 99, which was the highest apparently ever for Rotten Tomatoes. I thought some of them had 100, I, maybe because after a certain amount of reviews. But uh, the drink this month is New Year, New Drink, tequila, triple sec, lemon juice, champagne, and a salted rim. So let's let's get into it. Let's do some shotgun facts. Number one. This is Willem Dafoe's fourth time portraying... Willem. It's Willem, Willem Dafoe. thank you. This is Willem Dafoe's fourth time portraying the Green Goblin, with the last time being 14 years ago. Alfred Molina's last time was 17 years ago. Thomas Hayden Church last time was 14 years ago. How do you pronounce the lizard from... The Amazing Spider-Man, Ralph I... Is Reese Ephens, Reese Ephens. Reese Ephens was nine years ago. Jamie Foxx was seven years ago. And then, this is a spoiler alert, so just because I'm... Uh, J- Andrew Garfield's was seven years ago, and Tobey Maguire was 14 years ago. Uh, number two, the earlier draft of the script fo- primarily focused on Peter's galactic adventures with a character based on space. They didn't say who. Um, and another earlier draft had Craven the Hunter being the main villain, but eventually a new script was written after the new deal between Sony and Disney in 2019, focusing on the multiverse instead. Now, was the third one not supposed to happen anymore? No, um, after Endgame, he was supposed to be done with Marvel. We almost didn't have this movie. Well, and then I think you were freaking out, and I was like, Matt, Marvel ain't letting go of Spider-Man. Don't worry. They're going to work out a deal with Sony. <laughs> I know, but it just made... And you were freaking out. And I I'm was like, not the Matt, only person getting nervous. Sony, I mean, Marvel is at Why Sony's would you get nervous? Marvel is, like, Marvel was on its knees getting Spider-Man back. Because Spider-Man is my favorite, like, comic book character, so I just really... One, I liked I liked Tom Holland Spider Man, so I was I was like, oh, I just hope they can figure it out. They would have made another Spider Man movie. It just would have been with Sony. The track record only is good for two movies, in my opinion. I don't like Amazing Spider Man really. The third one of Tobey Maguire is not that great. I don't care for either Venom. I was a little nervous. That's all. I just realized the spoiler alert now to Venom. Let there be carnage. This is gonna be why a bunch they, of spoilers. Why they killed Carnage? Because now he can just be in the MCU, but there's a different person. I read somewhere where. And what the MCU's Venom might be, and it's not like Eddie Brock. I read like a rumor. I read like a theory. The MCU could will never be use like, Carnage. Would it Carnage. be like? I'm sorry. Will it be like um, Tobey Maguire's Venom? No, like a, just like who the host would be. The uh, MCU could never use Carnage. I'm sorry. Like the MCU is too clean cut to ever use Carnage. But I mean, Carnage didn't really do anything bad in the Sony one. Carnage. Carnage. They, yeah, they well, watered uh, down. Uh, the Carnage. They watered him down. Carnage is basically the Joker of like fucking Marvel. 
I'm curious after because I've heard I've heard Moon Knight is actually they go more than people thought. So I'm curious to see Moon Knight and how far they push the limit, and then you can know like how other more brutal villains or heroes can get introduced, or if they're going to be watered down or not. Um, number three, when Doctor Strange smacks Peter's astral form out of his body, you can see that Peter's head has transparent versions of the classic wavy spider sense lines. Did you notice that? No, I noticed that when I saw it the second nope. time. Uh, number four, the writers said they had to cut out many small elements of the movie, like apparently um, Tony Stark's daughter was supposed to be in it. Uh, apparently, but like young Tony Stark's daughter, or like the, the same actress. Catherine it Langford. wasn't her. It was no, Lexi young. Rob. It was Rabe. just a picture. It was a picture of her. Oh, it was just a picture. Of and her. then apparently but they the, clarified it. Oh, did they? Yeah, they they were just like they were just using a picture of her. And would like Pepper Potts randomly show up, and then Gwyneth Paltrow seven years later go, "I never was in that movie." Maybe. And then <laughs> apparently uh, there was supposed to be a flashback scene featuring Dennis Leary as Captain Stacy that they cut out of the earlier Why version. Why would they of the do script. that? I don't know. I think they should have brought back Emma Stone. I understand why they didn't bring back the love interests, but and I would I would have liked to see Emma Stone and Kirsten Dunst. I think that would have I would, been. I would like to see Kirsten Dunst more than Emma Stone. Well, How no, would you yeah. work with Emma Stone? She's dead. But but all the other characters are dead. So if they like within the last second saved them. Like how you know how like they were doing it with this movie? Like they could have brought her back technically, and then they could have made her Spider Gwen. They can still do that. I mean, technically, when they sent the villains back, they were changed in a way. So I wonder if Electro, if they, a plausible reason could have been Electro went back, and then ended up helping, uh, Andrew Garfield Spider Man, with Dean DeHane's Green Goblin, and then maybe Emma Stone would have been saved. I don't know. I'm making shit up here, but they could still do it without her. I just, I just understand why they didn't bring him back. I would have liked cool. to see Kirsten Dunst. I would have thought that Kirsten think, Dunst. I wanted that would have been. I think people would have like. I think lost it more over Tobey Maguire. I don't think so. I think so. Lost their minds no, over hundred yeah, percent over Kirsten Dunst and Tobey Maguire. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think so. I mean, maybe I. I because don't. everyone. Like, you, why? Why would you not think so? People were like, so much louder for him than Andrew Garfield. No. Wait. What? Jimmy's saying the the crowd will go more wild for Kirsten Dunst and Tobey Maguire. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Wait. Just because, like, everyone, like, if, if you look at, like, a Spider-Man movie, that's MJ. She is MJ. I know, but if, I mean, and maybe. For, and, and for her to be on the screen with Tobey Maguire again, I think that would have just, people would have loved. I, I would have been more excited yeah. for MJ to come Yeah, back. I would have loved that. I'm not saying I would have. I just, I would have been more excited for Tobey Maguire on the screen than MJ on the screen. No, no, no that's not what Jimmy's saying. That's what Jimmy's saying. That, that, no, that's what I'm saying. That you'd rather see. No, no, no. I would, I would have. Toby Maguire. No, I. That's what you just said. No, I. Yes, I did, but I said I think people would have like lost it if Kirsten Dunst had shown up and said like, "Go get him, Tiger." Instead of Toby Maguire. Well, yeah. No, with Toby Maguire. Oh, you're there. saying. I thought you were saying instead of. No. Then I heard it wrong because I heard I, they would have gone crazier for Kirsten Dunst than Toby Maguire. That's what I. heard. No, he didn't say that. I did say if Kirsten Dunst had shown up on screen, they. I think the cheers would have been louder than they were for Toby Maguire. Yeah, I I don't think so. I, I mean, at least in my opinion, I would rather Tommy Maguire. I think oh, I would no. cheer would be bigger I, for them. No, that no, that's not what Jimmy's saying. Jimmy's saying that had if had Kirsten Dunst had a cameo, the screams would have been way louder than when Tobey Maguire initially came yes. on no, screen. I, no, I know. I'm not expecting her. No, I know. I would have said that mine would be bigger for Tobey Maguire. That's why I keep saying. It, Jimmy's not saying that. No, Jimmy's not comparing them. Jimmy's no. just saying like I'm saying that as people, a cameo, that would have been, been great. A better cameo. I'm not saying it would have been a great cameo. I would have been more excited and, for Tobey Maguire. And, that's what I'm saying. And you know what? 
throwing Bryce Dallas Howard as Gwen Stacy. There was a funny meme that they were no. like, <laughs> throw in Shailene Woodley as the unseen MJ. That, they, that, that's what I want to say. That, that would funny. be so funny. That'd that, be so if funny. they had the two MJs there and they're like, who the hell are you? There was a funny meme where it was like, Andrew Garfield was like, can you bring back my, my Gwen? And he's like, yeah, I can. And then you see Ned doing like the thing. And it's like uh, Bryce Dallas Howard with like a, that weird model pose she was doing in the third one. And they're like, who the fuck is that? And they close it. <laughs> I was like, that's actually <laughs> I, funny. I think they also should have brought back if he hadn't, if he wasn't in such big like sexual abuse allegation trouble, James Franco. Yeah, they should have brought James Franco back. As much as I would love all these like cool cameos from older movies, the more I think about it, the more I like what they did and just kind of kept it villains and Spider-Man because it kept it a Peter Parker story. And maybe like Doctor Strange will have the wider characters cameo. I, but I I read I read a lot of stuff uh, that Tobey Maguire insisted that they keep everything minimal because I think he wants to come back. He was like, keep my ba- keep what happened to me after the Spider Man three as minimal as you can. I think he if they ever make it into the Spider Verse live action, I think they he wants to be the the that Peter Parker. Because I, I I hear a lot of rumors about Andrew Garfield now that like they want they they signed him for a multi deal and they want him to be like Sony Spider Man now like kind of separate the two. But I, I haven't heard much about Andrew Gar. I actually heard Tom McGuire might be in Doctor Strange, or they both might be. I don't know. There's there's a lot of rumors swirling around. My final one before we finish, uh, uh, what is this called? Shotgun Facts. Shotgun Facts. Is this film, which I didn't realize until I read it, this film marks the first MCU trilogy to be directed by the same director. Yes, I knew that. They always change it the last second. And, the, and then the next one will be Ant-Man. Peyton Reed's directing the Quantumania? Which I'm not too thrilled about, personally. I don't think he's a good director, but that is all. That is our... Shotgun facts. Shotgun. I know. I was waiting for the thing to finish. Shotgun facts. And before we go to break, we have to we have to address something else. By the time this episode is airing, someone will have a birthday. Happy birthday, Kelly! Yay! Woohoo! Don't listen to I'm the lyrics turning. if you can hear this, but I can't hear it. I'm I'm it's, turning thirty. It's Kill me. Thirty ninety <laughs> from Tick Tick Boom. It's thirty ninety from Tick Tick Boom, but it makes sense. <sighs> but okay, I don't know if you. So we there is a bottle in, of champagne okay, for you, my, Kelly. In my package of of COVID tests and Nyquil, there should have been a bottle of champagne. Oh, it's in the fridge. Yeah. There is a bottle <laughs> of champagne. If you want to have it, you can. We have it here. It's up to you. You'll have to if you don't want to. But we're gonna we're gonna have a little toast to you. And happy birthday, Kelly. Even though you're already technically 30 by the time this episode airs. Happy birthday. Uh, cheers, cheers, technically. Yeah. That's cheers, who, who technically. Get a, get a clink in the microphone? My oh, vitamin water. <laughs> if you want, Yay. later on after we record the episodes, go crazy on the bottle of champagne. I was going to do this. and It was going to be a big thing when you were here in person. And then everything went remote. And I was like, fuck. I was like, somehow get her a bottle of champagne. Yeah, so in your package of care package of COVID test that I left at the door. Not sure that would be the smartest thing to do while a little under the weather. But so, not COVID. No, yeah. <laughs> so happy birthday, Kelly. Thank you. Hopefully by your birthday, you will be out of quarantine. Yeah. And on that note, we're going to take a quick break. Hey, guys. This is B from Arbitrary Advice. Your one-stop shop for advice, arbitrary and otherwise. We talk about anything and everything, from serious issues to internet challenges and life hacks. Have a question or topic you want covered? I'm available through Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Or email me at arbitraryadvicepodcast at gmail.com. My mission is to help people through their challenges, no matter the size. New episodes every Sunday and available anywhere you listen to podcasts. Hello, Peter. Hi, do we, do I know you? 
What have you done with my machine? Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what machine. Do you want to play games? Catch! And we're back. We've celebrated Kelly's birthday. And we are talking about Spider-Man No Way Home. Did we like it, Jimmy? I enjoyed it. I don't think it's top tier Marvel. I thought it was a little too much. Kelly, did you enjoy it? I loved it. I saw it three times in theaters. Me too. And one of the times I got out of the theater on Thursday, I was like, Kelly, are you doing anything Friday? (laughs) We immediately left the theater and we're like, what can we do to see this again tomorrow? And we did. And then I saw it again the next day. So me and and then Kelly, you watched it. We sat in the first row too. Oh, when I saw it on Sunday, I sat in the first row as well. In the same exact seats. I don't know if it was the same theater, but... It was worth it. And then it. I watched it another time. It was amazing. I want to talk, let's, let's break it down to, let's talk about the acting. I want to talk about the acting first. Did you think, I thought Tom Holland was incredible. Anyone share that thought or was it just me? He was not my favorite actor in the movie. Um, Personally, I, I mean, I think it was just you. I just feel like I've seen him act this way. It's not bad acting. I thought the acting was good, but there was nothing out of this world about any of the acting from any of them for me. It was just a well-acted movie, but not like, oh my God, they deserve awards. Oh my God. I think, I don't think, I think, I don't know. To me, Tom Holland maybe can get something little. I don't know if he would deserve anything big, but I just thought his emotion. I think you're just super Tom Holland. Get, best, best costume design. That's he can, he didn't make the design. Though. He can get it. No, you might be right, Kelly. I just, I thought he, it was so funny. Cause I was like, I'm literally like tearing up. And then I'm like, I'm laughing at the same time. I was like, this is too many emotions for me. But I will say most of the villains I thought, Except for Doc Ock, because you really can't top Doc Ock. I thought all of them were improved, personally. Uh, I agree, but I think Tobey Maguire's villains, minus Thomas Hayden Church, you can't really top Willem Dafoe and Alfred Molina. Like See, they were still top notch. Willem Dafoe, I thought they they he was the best. I think acting in this movie that was the best I've seen him as Green Goblin. That's what I'm saying. Alfred Molina, they Disneyfied him. Disney would have never let that operating room scene from spider-man 2 happen in this movie oh my god yeah that is just like such a good that, that like when that i is, that is sam raimi it, horror like at its finest well we'll see yeah, with dr that's strange pure horror yeah so like that is like horror that is scary like people are being impaled that disney would have never let that happen see i don't think i mean like, when, no when, way and spoiler alert when aunt may died was there even any blood yeah i will say that's I, the problem with disney that's why i said carnage could never work in an mcu film they will never allow he'll have so many restrictions uh, on him that he won't even be like the carnage that people are looking for. But I'm curious now. But the car. But so I'm I may, I'm not familiar with Carnage. Can I read the comics? But for him, but was is so did Sony do a good Watch job? Of carnage? Watch the Josh. Watch the show. No, I, no, I think Sony. They didn't. They watered they it PG-13'd down too. thirteen him. Yeah, I mean okay. Venom. You can deal with that carnage. You can't. Do you think that if Deadpool? Because I'm pretty sure they're making it R Deadpool when it comes into the MCU. If that does well, like really well, do you think Disney would be like, okay, maybe you can take a couple other ones and make them a little darker or R-rated? But but see, no. Deadpool's not dark. Deadpool's, I, meant, I meant like Deadpool's light Raunchy. and gory. But I'm saying if they improve the Carnage if, is dark. Like that's the like I I think maybe they'll throw him into like Carnage and Deadpool and stuff. But like no, I don't. Think, it's gonna be very hard for them to do Carnage right. No, is no, it? I, yeah, Jimmy's right. The rated R is very different. No, no, I understood that. I'm just saying, do you think like in their minds are like, oh, maybe we should do a couple R things no. now? No, you think no. they would stick it to Deadpool? No, because if they if they did, it just it's not going to work because the way that Sony is going, because they have this deal with Marvel, that's the reason why Venom can't go 100% R and Morbius should have been R too. Like all of their movies focusing on villains should be R. 
but because now they have this tentative deal with Marvel where they could show up and stuff, they can't do it. There's no way Disney would allow it because the villains that they're choosing, like that Sony's choosing that should have R-rated films, like Disney would never allow how dark they can get. I can see that, yeah. I was just curious if you think if it was money involved now where like, it's like, oh, I can make all this money now. Like if they wanted to make, no. if let's say the Joker was a part of the MCU or Disney owned DC, you can never make can a never good movie. Joker movie. Because no, he's I agree. too dark. I agree. Um, Harley Quinn, you can probably... More of a Deadpool situation. You can make it, it's lighter. Morbius, I think Morbius should be rated R. I think that should have been a rated R movie. That's like a perfect horror villains anti-hero movie. But because I th- because there are ties that could be to the MCU, mm-hmm. they're like pigeonholed with this PG-13. Because Morbius is a fucking vampire, bro. And he has a really dark story. Like, he's not a lighthearted villain or anything either. So it's kind of like he's pigeonholed by this PG-13 um, rating when he should be R, to be honest. I am curious how but, much they pushed the envelope for Doctor Strange. That I'm interested to see. I, I honestly don't think that they pushed it as far as you guys are thinking. I don't think I really did. don't think it's going to be remotely because horror. I mean, look, look at Scott Derrickson. He has made and I'm a horror person and he made one of the scariest films I've ever seen. And Doctor Strange was nothing like that. That's true. Yeah. But as far as I remember, Doctor Strange was never the first one was never teased as a horror movie. Like the second Doctor Strange has been actively teased as one. But I don't agree. I don't agree. Like the trailer, I don't see any horror in it. No. The look of it gives a feel. I think the cinematography no. gives feels of not creepy. No. Go, I mean, you did watch it, but like go back and rewatch now the operating room scene from Spider-Man 2. No, I did. I just watched it. That recently. is. No, no, go watch yeah, it like after this conversation. It's, it's a Marvel would never do that. We'll have to wait and see. Disney's Marvel will never do that. Yeah. But back to the villains. I do think, I don't, I'm not saying they did a, I think they improved Green Goblin. I thought his performance they was better. They didn't do an injustice to any of the villains. That's I think they I think. did with the lizard because they kind of just was like, oh yeah, he's here. No, yeah, well, he fucking sucked. Anyway. They, I mean, that Electro, terrible. Electro, I think they actually really helped with. Yeah, no, the Electro, they did better. I thought the lizard, they kept the part that was like interesting of the lizard. They're like, okay, like he, I just, they kept it fine because he's not the best villain. And Sandman was boring. Sandman, I mean, the looks of yeah, it. Was- the Sandman looked better though than the original because of the technology. But I thought the Green Goblin, just the, they gave, I don't know, they just gave it something, not in like they changed it, but like, what I'm trying to say is, like, the first one, while he was great, there was some, like, origin storyness that was holding him back from being amazing. And I think this one didn't have that, so he was able to go 100 on the character. I think it was just nice to see it again, like, to see a villain. Like, I one of the things that I've said before is that the MCU has a villain issue. And many people have said this before. It was nice to bring back the older villains, like Green Goblin and doc ock where it was like i don't know they they where they left an actual mark on you like minus loki he doesn't count but like where they left a mark on you and it's been so long since we've seen a villain who's been like that in a superhero film to be honest i mean i think in the mcu maybe the closest would be thanos but like not very close. I know you guys don't agree with it but i mean i i thought killmonger was a really good villain and i thought wenwu was a really no, good villain no i don't think no, I think they're good villains, but like the type of villain, like the level of villainly, villainy, I don't know how to explain it, but like the way Willem Dafoe and Alfred Molina portray their villains, it's just like, it's so poignant and it's just so well done. They're not Disney-fied. I think, like, they're not, yeah, they're not Disney-fied. Like they're not, res- they weren't restricted. So 
it's like there was like nothing really redeeming about them. Like minus uh, Willem Dafoe in particular, his character, there's nothing redeeming about him until he's like out of the, what do you call it? Like till he's cured of like the disease. Like he's just straight up like a fucking crazy bro. No, I know. I, I don't know. Maybe because when I watched the original Spider-Man to me, Killmonger is not a villain to me. He is just a, he's, he's a spoiled baby. I consider him yeah, like he's spo- spoiled Brad. Yeah. I think he's, I really don't, care for him at all as a character i didn't think he was groundbreaking or anything he was just like he was selfish he was a selfish boy that went through a hard time and just thought that the world was against him i think hella i think hella comes close the closest not thanos mm-hmm. oh, I, thanos is my favorite villain then it might be wenwu from Hela's the only hella is the only one who is purely evil yeah I think. that's what i'm saying like he like there was nothing redeemable about her yeah. No, I think Wenwu was great, but he's not really evil. Yeah. He was being like, in my mind. by the Ten Rings. But couldn't you say the same thing? I mean, he was becoming evil, like, say, the Green Goblin. It was like he was getting altered in a way. Not exactly the same. We but didn't it wasn't get even that because far. Of the ten, exactly. But it wasn't because of the Ten Rings that he was that way. He was just like, he, he wanted power, but, like, he loved his family. The way, it's just because, I think it really is like what Jimmy said, that they weren't, the Green Goblin's not Disney-fied, and he's not held back by anything, and it's been a long time since we saw a villain who wasn't held back by anything. That's true. I think I the reason I think I liked it better in this one was because, to me, when I watched the original Spider-Man, it kind of came off as like a... The, the, the way they did it was like a, it was like a, t- it was just very stereotypical vil- comic book villain. I thought this one, they added Oh, a little- no, I, I, I completely disagree with you. I think that. I'm I- not saying he was bad in the original. I'm just saying this one, it didn't have like the origin story to it. But that's a testament to what I'm trying to say. Like you found him more menacing because Tom Holland hasn't gone up against a villain that was straight up villainy. I don't disagree with you. I'm just saying that I found Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin more menacing in this one than in the original one, just because it had a origin story element that tamed it down a little bit that couldn't just start out the gate like it did with this one. Yeah, but it's also because, like I s- said, that he's so poignant in the way that he- they played them. Like, that's why he's like, everyone still remembers the- his Green Goblin even all these years later. Oh, no. So it's kind of like just to see him again, it's just like, yes, like we finally have someone who's just like, gonna fuck shit up like mad crazy i agree because even marvel i think kevin feige even came out and said like we would never we did we didn't even try to do doc ock or green goblin because you can't redo it and they actually before this movie thought of ideas to like bring them back somehow in in those characters and it's hard because tom holland's spider-man there is no such thing as the osborns they do not exist mm -hmm. in his world for the sandman and lizard because i actually read that they actually just they weren't even they didn't film any new scenes that was reused footage apparently of just Sam. voiceovers. No, yeah. I didn't realize. I thought that because until they saw like a side by side with like the Sandman becomes a like, human again, they just kind of like tweaked the old footage from Spider Man Three, and I think the same for Lizard. I agree with Jimmy in that they did it. They that now looking about it after Jimmy said it, I think they didn't need Sandman or Lizard. They could we the movie probably could have survived without those two. I think more fan appreciative if they had brought back maybe Topher Grace's Venom. I don't think no one wants to see that. I don't want to see that. I think the, I think they added a nice part to the story. I can see what you're saying. Like I can see they didn't really do much, but they added like a nice little element to the story because you got like one from each movie. So it was kind of like all coming to everything was coming together. But I, I get what you're saying. I think the biggest like person that I was, I think even everyone, maybe not, I don't know about you guys, but everyone was shocked by was like Andrew Garfield was much better in this one. 
than his two movies. Oh, yeah. The, his characterization was so much better. But also when he first came out, he must have done this while also filming Tick, Tick, Boom. I was like, this is very Tick, Tick, Boom. His like, hair. And the way he came out, he was like, whoa. And he did this with his hand. He was being very theatrical. He was like, what is happening? I don't the multiverse string theory. But the thing is, I had just watched Tick, Tick, Boom. And I'm not the only one who said that Caitlin and Liam, two of our friends, after they came out, they said the same exact thing to me before I even said it. They were like, was he filming this with Tick, Tick, Boom? Because when he came out, he was like, what's going on? He was doing the voice and everything. He And it was like, maybe he didn't shake off that role before filming this. I don't disagree <laughs> with you. I don't think it hurt it, though, to me. When I saw it, when I saw his Tick, Tick, Boom character was when... They're, when they kind of came back after the Sandman came at the final battle and they're like, Peter 1, Peter 2. He's like, Peter 3! And he's like shaking his hands kind of crazy like like his character in Tick, Tick, Boom. That's when I saw it. But I don't think it hurt it. I kind of, I, kind of, I, I don't know. No, I no, liked no, it. it didn't. It helped him a lot because the biggest, the biggest issue with Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man is that his Peter Parker was not good. Yeah. They made him in a way that it's like, that's not Peter Parker. Like, he's supposed to be a nerd. He's supposed to be socially awkward. He's not supposed to be have like any social skills at all and like when he came back this time it was just kind of like even though he was more eccentric than before it was still like socially awkward dude who doesn't know how to interact with other people and it was great that was really good and it was like i'm so happy that they re-characterized him because it was like he was so enjoyable they gave him the best lines and i felt like they were just like we have to do right by him because we really fucked him up (laughs) and i also think he realized like i i I remember reading like the pro he said the process of making those two movies were like terrible because there was like it was just so like they just wanted to get the movie out that they couldn't really be creative with it. And I think he had a big role in this, in no way Holmes version of it. And I think that's what helped too. He actually connected with it. I don't think he connected with the old ones, but also like they kept him in his Spider-Man suit and they kept Tobey Maguire out of the Spider-Man suit until the very end. Because I think people associate Tobey Maguire more as a Peter Parker. And he, and they, they, when they think of Andrew Garfield, they think, Oh, he's a better Spider-Man. So like they tried to like, I uh, think, I mean, I don't think he's a great Spider-Man either, but that's just because of the movies. No, but what I'm saying is like when you say like, oh, like did he do like the people are like, oh, he was a decent. He was more of a better Spider-Man than Peter Parker. If you compare the two sides of that character. So I think they tried to like always make you think it's a he's a spider more of us like a he's still in the Spider-Man game and Tobey Maguire sort of like he found that balance and stuff. That's but, why I think having Kirsten Dunst as MJ would have been a lot better. They, they Now this whole new like fan thing on Twitter is like make Amazing Spider-Man 3. I would love to see it and see if they can do it right. But I don't know if I would like it because would I like to see that character as a, I didn't I didn't care for his character as a whole in those movies. So is it better just in, in pieces, you know? I think it's better in pieces. I don't want to see another Amazing Spider-Man. But I would have liked, like Jimmy keeps saying, like I would have really liked having the Kirsten Dunst. Like I would have liked us to see little vignettes of them when they return to their world and like seeing like, okay, so this is what, could happen to spider-man he could have a family with mj and then you know then you have the middle spider-man which is andrew garfield like forgiving himself for his failures and then you still have the beginning of spider-man which is tom holland yeah figuring out like okay i need to do this so i wish we had like just like even like two seconds it didn't have to be too long or even a voiceover from kirsten dunce like i wish that when the spider-man disappeared it was more like um when they went through um the circles. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they're called. Yeah, the, the golden circles. The golden, the golden showers. showers. <laughs> I wish that it was them going through them again. 
And like we could have even heard Kirsten Dunst's voiceover and wouldn't even heard just being like, hey, Tiger or something like that. Like that would have been great. And I agree with you. I think with the way they did it was great. I think that would have been an added bonus. I get why they didn't have it because then it, I, I, I think they were trying as much as they could keep it Peter Parker related, which I thought they did pretty well. But I but like one of the things that like Tom Holland's uh, Peter Parker was like, can I have a relationship? Can I be with someone? And it's like and Tobey Maguire's was like, yeah, you can. It's going to suck for a good majority of it, but you can. No, I agree with you. I think it would have been a, an added bonus, but I thought the way they did it was fine, but it would have been like a cherry on top to have even, yeah, like you're right, even a voiceover. I mean, you I mean, you can't have a voiceover Emma Stone because in that universe she's dead, but I mean. I think because they were like, what are we having Andrew Garfield return to? They're like, Sally Fields fucking hates her role as oh, I know. May, so where is he going to go back to? I was reading that quote while watching, I think the second one maybe, or the first one, I was like, and like I'm watching a scene of her and I was like, oh, I see it. She She's definitely like, just like, when the fuck can I leave this theater? I mean, when can I leave this set, please? When can I leave this theater? <laughs> but Marissa Tomei is, I think she's of the same sentiment. I think a couple of years from now, we're going to see her saying that she wasn't happy with her role as Aunt May because she kind of implied that in an interview for here. Oh, when she, she was like, yeah, because she was talking about Aunt May and how this was before the movie was released, of course. They were talking about how she got the role. And she's like, um, well, you know, it's um, I think Aunt May's great. But like, it's definitely she took a very different trajectory than what I was initially told. I don't know if that's her not saying she didn't enjoy her time doing the Spider-Man movies or if it was just like I thought it was going one way and ended up going another way. Like maybe she didn't want it to be so motherly. Maybe she wanted to change it a little bit up. I don't know. I, I think, I don't know if I would say she didn't like it though. I think she may have not been expecting the way it went, but I, don't, I, I feel like she still enjoyed her time on the movies. And you know, when an actor says that, and especially because she died in this one, that you know that they are not happy. <laughs> I also <laughs> thought key. the way it may have died in this was a little bleh. Oh, it got me. To f- I cried. Like, I thought, like, she, 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 I think deserved better than, than getting just hit by Green Goblin's, like, uh, that was the that, but that was a big part of the story. Like that's what made him realize. Like, do I even want to be Spider Man anymore? I think that it it should have been a little more dramatic and not just like, oh, I'm fine, I'm fine, I, I'm not fine. Well, I think it was like a fake out. You're like, okay, she's fine. And I knew like, she no. wasn't. And you all, you all knew she wasn't fine. You knew she wasn't. Oh, yeah, you knew it. But like, I agree. Like, I was sad at first, but then after rewatching it a couple times, I'm kind of like, ah, like. This could have been a lot more, but I think it's because the MCU and the Spider-Man movies, I don't think they did a great job when I think about it at building the Aunt May and and Peter relationship like they did in the original movies. I just feel like like we saw her and we're like, yeah, she's the cool aunt. And of course they love each other. But it was like, I felt like they didn't have enough heart to heart moments, except for like this last one, which I'm like, this sh- conversation should have happened like last movie or something like that. I do think like, the, she was always just a cool aunt. <laughs> I, I mean, yes, I, I think they could have probably done more with Aunt May. I think part of me thinks like she liked the role, but she didn't like the role because like I, th- I read a lot of things where she said, oh, like. There was at a time that I really was trying to push that like Aunt May had a girlfriend or something like that instead of like Uncle Ben or whatever. And I think she wanted to do more with the role and maybe the story just didn't call for it. But well, I think that they told her initially because like she said in her, she was like, it's a very it's very different from what I was originally told her story would play out and i think that you know the problem with aunt may is that with sally fields too is that they make her one-dimensional and they don't include her as much as she should be included like the toby Maguire movies like look she's not a great actress like i know she's a kind of like a big british like british play like the 
woman who portrayed Aunt May in the Tobey Maguire ones, but there was a lot more heartfelt scenes between the two of them, like her talking about Ben and how lonely she is and how much she like loves Peter and relies on him, but wants him to have life. It's like, that's why like with her, when she like got captured by the green goblin and everything, you're always like, Oh fuck Aunt May. I and like th- in this one, you're just like, damn. I also, <laughs> I also think it, it didn't help that like Aunt May wasn't in the, the sec- in far from home at all. Really? except for the very yeah. beginning. So you couldn't, I think if the story maybe either some, the story was different and she was involved more, it may have been different, but I also, it mean, it hit me every time I watch it. I literally tear up when I watch it may die. Cause it was, uh, it was just so good. But I will say that, um, I did like the twist they did where like she became the uncle Ben in a way. I kind of liked that aspect of it. Cause it really sold the multiverse aspect of it. I thought was good. In my opinion? Oh, no. I like that a lot. It was perfectly fine. The thing with Tom Holland's Spider-Man is that he has no spider... He has no comic book source material. He's a completely... He's a complete a creation of Disney, his Spider-Man. Like, like he doesn't follow any comics. Like, he doesn't have a comic book origin. He's an amalgamation of what Disney created. So, that was perfectly fine. No issues. I just think that they kind of failed a little bit on building their relationships to make that death a lot more poignant than it was I, I i can see that i mean it hit me but i can see that for other people and i like how like they the ending to this really like it it was almost like the tr- this whole trilogy was an origin story in itself and there's like it it could have been a perfect ending if they leave it there i don't want them to but i mean like this literally could be like it, it, it there's so many more stories now that it could become more of a like a almost like comic accurate version of him yeah, the the ending was beautiful. I yeah. thought the ending was beautiful. Like to leave him on his alone. Like I started tearing up when the when he like first saw his apartment, and they're like, he's like, rents due on the ever, and he's just like staring at it, and you're just like, this is a kid who's now all alone. Yeah, having to live by himself, and it was so sad. And then I liked that he was just like, I can do this. It's okay. Like this is what I have to do to protect the people I love, and I thought the ending was perfect. I really think it was a beautiful ending. And I real I liked I think uh, Zendaya and him. I thought they had the best chemistry. Then it's Tobey Maguire, Kristen Dunst, and then it's Andrew Garfield, Emma Stone. I just thought their relationship. I don't um, know. It blo- I, I it just I felt more with them too. But maybe because they're oh well, no was Tobey Maguire and Kristen Dunst dating? Mm-hmm. Oh, so technically they yeah. all dated, but I don't know. I just fe- I just had like it, it just felt more like I don't know connected the two of them uh i i disagree i prefer toby mcguire's and kirsten dunn's couple because you over uh, yeah so do i because you saw how him being spider-man was affecting the relationship you really didn't see that with zendaya and because she was like she was so no but it was like she was like i'm so supportive like i'll do anything like yeah let's rah 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 and then it's like well that's not realistic and mary with Toby Maguire and Kristen Dunst, there was a more human aspect of it being like, like bro, I re- like I fucking need you. I remember when, when her play was happening and, and he was like late or missed the play. Yeah. Like that is what sticks out to me with Zendaya. It was, it wasn't like that. Well, they really weren't like, a fi- like I feel like they're, they weren't officially a couple really till like the sort of the third one, but it wasn't even like they were together that long anyway. It, this was a very new relationship. Mm-hmm. Kristen Dunst and Toby Maguire's was very like, over the course of a few years, they were like actually like a couple like in yeah, a relationship. But, but I think maybe that's what they should have changed. That could be the next couple of movies. I don't know if they. I mean, I know they're doing a fourth one, but the thing with their romance is that for me, I just didn't see it as forefront because they were just teenagers. They're teenagers in this movie, so it's like it's a teenage love versus like no, exactly the Tobey Maguire ones where it's like okay, this is like an adult love which could lead to marriage and everything. But like with 
Zendaya and Tom Holland, it's like you guys have been together for like what, like a couple weeks. <laughs> like mm-hmm. she's like, I love you. And it's like you like them together and their chemistry is off the charts. But it's also just like, bro, like you've been together for a couple weeks. Like I don't like I want it would be nice if you're end game, but it's also just like we're not there yet. <laughs> it's not yeah, they're not they're not they're still in like the high school like romantic like sweet like you think it's love, but it might it not literally really be had love. only been two weeks. Yeah, I think in total they were together maybe like a month exactly right before they lost like where everything went to less. So it's like the romance between them was a little like less pow. It was like a, it was like a teenage level where you think guns. yeah it was like a teenage level where you think you're gonna get married next day but it's not true yeah exactly so it's just kind of like it didn't have as much of an impact versus Tobey Maguire and Kirsten Dunst's now Jimmy let me ask you this question what about the story didn't you what 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 was too much about it I think there were too many they didn't evenly focus on the villains I felt like the villains of the movie were like. Doc Ock, Green Goblin, and Electro, and the other two, where they were just like, yeah, they're here. And um, that last battle scene, I had no idea which Spider-Man was which. I, no idea. Except for, I knew, I mean, I knew who Tom Holland was because he had the gold suit, but I have no idea which one. Even with the voices you didn't know? Nope. I couldn't, I I couldn't tell them apart. Oh, I could. Yeah, I was, I was going to say, I mean, yes, there was a time, maybe like the sandstorm, like when you couldn't tell, I mean, but I can tell by the voice. I was like, okay, that's Tom McGuire, that's Andrew Garfield. Especially the eyes too, and then Tom Tom Holland had the uh, like the nanotech little bit, like the integrated suit. But I, I I thought the story they they did a big story that also felt small. I thought to me, I mean, at certain times it felt like intimate because just what the story was. I thought that was fu- everything sort of made sense in a way. It wasn't. I mean, like you understood why only certain villains were there, and like because he closed the spell before everyone can come. That's another thing. I want the multiverse to be ripped open and I want there to be I want there to be consequences. So far we've had three shows that dealt with the multiverse or three we've had WandaVision, Loki, and this Did WandaVision deal with the lo- multiverse though? She just warped reality though. Yeah, but like at the end she was dealing with the multiverse. Like it teased the multiverse. Loki had the multiverse. But like, no, there's been no consequences as of yet. Like, I think that's Doctor Strange, and I feel like I would have, I would have liked the end to be, oh no, we opened the multiverse, we can't close. Like when Doctor Strange closed the multiverse, I was like, oh, see, but then you lose like that. He he fixed it. Like that's it. Well, you don't know if it's fixed. It's just a bandaid on it. But then you lose that beautiful ending that they had, where it's like you, you, it's either you ended the multiverse, you end with the way they did what they did, and you can kind of continue it in Doctor Strange. So I think that's the big. I don't know. From the little trailer they had at the end, I got none of that. Well, they're not going to show you. I mean, apparently they're it breaks. I agree with Jimmy. I was kind of like, oh, wait, like, so everything that just happened just doesn't count anymore. Like, you know, like the Venom tease with Tom Hardy's Venom. Like, I was kind of upset about that because I was just like, you know, everyone keeps talking about the multiverse, but now it's fucking closed again. And it's like, why? Like... I was like an I was a little disappointed in that and I do believe that we will talk about it more on Doctor Strange. I'm hoping that Doctor Strange actually keeps it open. I don't want it closed again. In phase 4 is on the cusp of breaking their normal MCU like tropes, but they keep like just missing it by like a hair and like pulling back and it's like 
oh, come on, let's go back. Like, let's get some stakes in here, you know? That's what makes Infinity War so great. I would have liked to see the multiverse break open, and that's kind of why we would have gotten the Doctor Strange trailer at the end, because you saw, like, you saw all these kind of, like, villains coming through, but, like, that should have been the final, like, break in the multiverse. I'm not saying I didn't have that feeling. I was like, oh, they closed it again. Oh, like, they keep closing it. But at the same time, it... I was upset about it, but then I was like, oh, the ending made me kind of like, okay, like I forgave that little thing because I know Doctor Strange is coming. And also they gave this a great ending. So that's why I was like, I was upset at first, but then I was like, oh, okay, like I have to wait for Doctor Strange. But if they close it for Doctor Strange, then I'll be upset. Cause- like I, I think I would have liked it to be more, oh no, it's open. Doctor, St- I, Then they could have been like, Doctor Strange did something. But like as in, as the audience, you know it's not it's it's not closed. Well, but as, as of right yeah. now, as of right now, like we know it's coming back because of Doctor Strange, the new movie. But like in the movies, like they didn't hint towards that. I think they would have, like if you would have saw like if they if, left if, Tom Hardy, if, if they, had, they left had left Tom, Tom Hardy, Hardy in the universe, that would have been okay. Like okay, the multiverse, something's not right. Or or you saw like a Fantastic Force thing or like a X Men like you know it's 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 not closed, but it's not it's not like But technically you do know it's not closed. I think technically like the multiverse is like the new saga. It's gonna be like the multiverse saga like it was the infinity saga. And I think they're just trying to tease like they did before. I know you wanted to see it, but like technically you know Doctor Strange 2 is coming in there, going to be in the multiverse. And also the end credits scene, like, sh- you hear clips from Spider-Man No Way Home. So, like, I understand you wanted to see it, but I'm like, they did leave some breadcrumbs. That actually pissed me off a little bit that they didn't break the multiverse. Because that's the whole thing was, oh, the multiverse is going to break, the multiverse is going to break. And, okay, it, like, like scratch the surface. I really wanted it to break. Like, I wanted, like, some shit to happen. But it's like, they wrapped it up. I- as of right now, until Doctor Strange comes out, they wrapped it up with a bow. The entire multiverse story thing. But it can't be wrapped up with a bow because why the fuck is um, Michael Keaton's Vulture in Morbius? Unless we're saying he's not Vulture. But then it's like, why is he in jail? But then it's like, okay, so like... But they're referencing Venom. Yeah. If that's the case, then they need to make... They need to... Michael Keaton can't just be in there for that four seconds. Like he needs to have like an explanation for why he's there because if they're going to keep it like, Oh, he's Tom Holland, Spider-Man, then it's just like, what then it makes no sense. No sense. And Morbius comes out before Dr. Strange. So it's kind of like, what's going on? Is Morbius going to be the leak that we're looking for being like, yeah, he didn't wrap shit up like all the way, just like a little bit. I would have liked it if Dr. Strange was like, I stopped them for now. There's still cracks. Like look, look at, in Infinity War and how that ended. That did not end with everything tied up nice nice and and tidy. Like that, like half of everyone was dead. And I thought that is one of the best endings to a Marvel film because they kind of broke their little shell of what a Marvel film was. And they left it off with the audience knowing like, well, what's what's happening next? With this one, like like we're like, okay, yeah, the multiverse is gonna break. With this one, be like, what? What did he do? Like, what's happening? Like, what's happening next? If it actually broke, well, I, that's, I I agree with you. I just can't because like I don't know how much it involves into Doctor Strange. That's why I agree. If Morbius or Doctor Strange don't really, if it's kind of like, oh, we opened it again and clo-, then yes, it's stupid. But I think they're trying to build suspense where it's like, what 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 are you trying to do? That's why I'm trying. I think they're trying to be like, well, what are you try- like? What are you trying to do? You keep opening and closing it. Is that part of the thing where you keep opening and closing it? Then it just like erupts and one big burst. Like, but I also think that trailer shows 
five percent of what they're actually showing you in the movie. I still I still love the movie. It's still like my third favorite movie of the year. It's just like there's there's obviously like holes or things I have issues with, but that's also like it could be answered in Doctor Strange. We don't know until Doctor Strange, but as of right now, like that's something I had an issue with. Um but I do think like in hindsight, like they probably could have gotten rid of Sandman and Lizard because Sandman really didn't have an impact on Peter. Like like the third movie, yes, he's the one who killed Uncle Ben, but it's also like, oh, but Peter forgave him. So it's kind of like, why do we actually need Sandman here? I think it was just more to have you know? a villain from each movie, technically. I understand, yeah, I understand but what like, you're saying. Also, like Sam was sort of the one being we should go home and kind of like causing a shift of like, should we, shouldn't we with the villains? Like while Electro is being the opposite, saying we should stay here and like fucking own this place. Yeah, but everyone hated the third one. So it's kind of like, I think we could have lived without it. And then, but with the lizard, it was the same thing. Like, I didn't care for the Amazing Spider-Man series because I just thought everything was just kind of bleh. Nothing really stood out. And I get, I guess I understand why you needed Lizard because it's like, oh, he's his first villain and shit like that. So it's kind of like why you're just choosing Jamie Foxx because he's the most well-known. Yeah. But like, because it's like they didn't bring back Dane um, DeHaan. Well, thank, <laughs> well, thank God because he was, he was so fucking bad. I didn't realize, I thought he was, for some reason, until I rewatched it, I was always like, oh, he's the Hobgoblin. No, he was the Green Goblin. I was like, what? I was like, oof, no. I that's why I'm like, I I was like, oh, he wasn't bad. And then I rewatched it. I was like, oh damn, he's terrible. He was bad, terrible. <laughs> but I do. But the the thing I liked how they kind of made fun of the other movies too. Like they made fun of how like every villain is like, oh, I fell into like a a science experiment thing gone wrong. And they're like, wow, you should really uh watch out where you're stepping there. I I like the little nods to the movies, which I think is why they had like all the villains there at least from one movie, so they can kind of touch upon yeah, it yeah. a little bit. But yeah, I understand what you're saying. But I I I did like seeing also- all of them. No, I liked it. It's just like I could have done without it, but it's fine that they were there. I also like that Andrew Garfield was open to like basically acknowledging his shortcomings as a Spider-Man being like, I'm lame. I didn't I didn't fight fucking anyone from space. Like, well, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> compared to you guys. <laughs> that's why I like it was I, I'm glad I think he kind of like realized that like I think he appreciated the character more. So I think because I read that writers had this whole big article about like what went into it. And they like, apparently they signed on before they even saw a script and they're like, we just want to have some input. We want to have input. And they're like, yeah, of course you would have input. And I liked how the cameos really weren't like, they weren't a cash grab. It was, they actually had a really significant part to the story. I thought. So it was like, it, cause it really was like a Peter Parker centric story, which I understand why I would have loved to see MJ or, or, or Gwen Stacy if they could have figured out a way to do it. But I understand why they kept it kind of compact between, it was like them three and Seeing them all together, I still can't. I I rewatched it when I last saw it the last time. I was like, I don't. I this isn't real. Like I can't imagine. I never would imagine all three Spider Man together. It's it's still crazy. And like also, they had fans' heads fucking exploding when they recreated the Spider Man pointing meme and they had it in live action. Ugh, amazing. Like I said, Andrew Garfield embraced him being like the joke Spider Man because like when he first came out of the the golden shower. I'm going to just keep <laughs> calling them that. Cause I don't remember what they're fucking called when he first came out of the golden shower and they made him do all that random shit to prove that <laughs> yeah. he was Spider-Man. And then Tobey Maguire comes out and they're just like, Oh, you said the same thing. You're definitely Peter Parker. <laughs> and he like, all he had to do was shoot a web and say the same thing that Andrew Garfield did. But like with Andrew Garfield, they're like, stick to the walls, crawl around, clean that up. That's why Tell I like, us this. <laughs> it's, he had that, um, tick tick boom character but like it really did work for it. i thought it was they made him almost like he was like 
so self-doubting that like he almost was getting too excited and too crazy when he was with the other Spider-Man. And I'm like, I kind of like that aspect. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. And it's just, it was nice to see it because especially after the second movie, which like left his character like pretty much depressed. Yeah. Like it was just like, they did a really good job at doing him justice. Oh, so, yeah. But even like Tobey Maguire coming back, like he did, he did it well also. Like he was a little bit lighter than he was in his movies, but it was still, he was still inherently his Peter Parker, which I thought was great. And they gave a little nod saying like, you know, I'm still trying to do better. And I was like, okay, that, that's literally like you hear that and you're like, okay, he said that in the other one. So he's still, he's still on his mission that he followed from the third one, which I thought was good. And just like him being a wiser, older Spider-Man. And it was like, he did it like, I just think he did it really well and it wasn't, it didn't go into cheesy territory or anything. It was just like, yeah, like this is great. And it was also really good that they didn't like make them three completely different people. Like they had them say the same shit sometimes. Mm -hmm. Like when Andrew Garfield was like, I love you guys. And they're like, just stared at him and they're like, thanks. Like at the same time. And they have the same thoughts. And all three of them. Yeah. All three of them worked. Like I thought the chemistry, like I was like, oh, this might not work because like, you know, like, they don't really know each other. It's three really different Spider-Man. And like when they came together, I I give it, I give it, I give the director credit and I give them credit where like they made it work. It, it, it just made you like smile seeing them always talking like together. It's just like the fact that when you have people who embrace their roles, like the biggest thing, I, my concern was that Tobey Maguire was just going to be like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. But then when I go back into the history of his Spider-Man movies, he wanted to keep doing the Spider-Man movies. It was just the studio screwed them all over and fucked up after, you know, after the monumental disaster that was Spider-Man 3 critically that they fucked up Spider-Man 4, but he was all signed on for it. It wasn't him being like, no, I don't want to do this or like contract negotiations. They were all ready for it. They were like weeks away from starting production. And it's just like him who's been out of the spotlight for so long, just being like, yeah, I fucking love Spider-Man. I'm coming back for it. Like they had like everything and it was gonna. They were about to go into production, but then they canceled it. That like Sam Armin was like, I can't make a movie in this short amount of time that you guys want because you want to rebound so quickly. He's like, Spider-Man 3 was so quick and that's why it sucked. He was like, I need more time. But they were like, no, you don't have any more time. You have to do this. And so then that's what ended up getting Spider-Man 4 completely shelved. And so when he was like, you know what, fuck this. Like Spider-Man 3 did terrible. Let's reboot it. And that's when the Andrew Garfield one came on. But they were all signed on for it. It wasn't them. It wasn't contract negotiations. It wasn't anything like that. It was just Sony being fucking stupid. I was just reading that, like, I was reading, I think, about John Favreau said the same thing about they wanted Iron Man 2 to come out so fast, because I think the Hulk came out, it wasn't the best, so they wanted to kind of bring Iron Man back in really quick, and he was like, you can't make a movie this quickly, and, like, he tried, and they're like, yeah, it's not good, so... But it was like, the the reason that this worked is because you have people who actually liked being their characters and like revisiting them. You could see the pure joy on all of their faces being Spider-Man. That was the, I mean, when they literally like the scene that I remember all the time now is when they're, and I see it on Instagram all the time is when they're all three of them are running and like the camera kind of follows from behind. They jump off in the first oh like, my God. swing. I, I've, I rewatched that on YouTube all the time. That scene. Cause when they're all screaming, they're like, Woohoo! yeah, that was, that was like, and like, yeah. you see them all working. I'm like, literally like it's amazing. It's, it literally just makes me happy to see that. My favorite scene is still like, guys, I don't want to brag, but I'm part of the Avengers. The Avengers? <laughs> What's that? What is that? Is that a band? Are you in a band? No, they're, they're Earth's Mightiest. How is this helping us? <laughs> they had, I mean, there were some. I, like, I love the apartment like sequence. That was great. I love when they're, um, when they come, th- when Ned and, and MJ first interact with the first Spider-Man, the, the scene on the top of the roof, and then the whole end scene where there's like kind of bantering back and forth. 
there was just some great moments. But I will say yeah. the one I don't know if I mean I, I don't know I think it was just me because you know Kelly you rewatched all of them right before the third the new one right yeah the only one I didn't watch was the Amazing Spider Man two but that's okay because I remembered it and I know I fucking hate that no movie. yeah that you don't have to watch that but I remember I remember I was telling you this Kelly I think I told you this Jimmy like literally rewatching them all within three days of each other like made it made it better it, it made, made it better no it actually at fir- the first watch I got too confused because I'm like wait this doesn't make sense they're all different universes and then watching the second time after realizing okay like this is what happens. It, it made it better because I was just, I think my brain was just overwhelmed at first. And then I sat the second <laughs> time and I was like, okay, I was like, damn, this is a good movie. And I was like, I can put that. I know, I know that's what's supposed to happen. They're from different universes. You get it, whatever. But it was just like overstimulant for the, when I first watched it. It was just also weird. Cause I was like, I just watched you the other day and now exactly. you look like this. <laughs> Jimmy, do you have a favorite scene? Anything with Willem Dafoe. He, I think he was the, the standard of this movie. So I was, that's, that's like my favorite part of it. I think I like the um the fight scene with Willem Dafoe and Spider-Man in the hallway. It was just like you could the brutality of it, like the smackdown that he was putting down on Spider-Man was great, was, in my opinion. It was so brutal. I and, loved it. And also knowing that Willem Dafoe was like, yeah, I told them that I wouldn't do this unless I could do my own stunts. Like, it's just like, OK, yeah, he's putting that smackdown on him and a part on that of, little bitch. <laughs> and, and a part of me thinks that was why they like kind of like I feel like he wanted to be seen more like doing the stuff. I feel like that. he I was like, I feel like that's also a reason why they changed his costume, even though people don't like it. I feel like he was like, we should probably change it because I want to. Well, they've said that, though. They said it. We destroyed the mask because we wanted to see his performance. Exactly. And it was good. It was ugh. They, uh, the scene really where he gets the spider sense and like it's just like like ringing in, his, in your ears and like he walks up and he's trying to figure out what villain is about to do something. That was a great scene too, I thought. And they're all like, uh, what, what, what are you doing? I think Tom Holland's best scene acting wise though was when he was putting the beat down on on um, Green Goblin at the very end because you could just see the absolute and utter anger and rage going through him. So I thought that was his best acting scene in my opinion, even though I know technically he wasn't acting, but it's like you could just feel the rage coming off of well, that's that's acting it's 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 about like what you're also like radiating too i feel like that's part of it too i think that was i think that pushed his limits the most because i've never seen him done that other than that the rest of the movie i was like i've seen you cry and, and shit like that before i do think though that th- they said like this movie like or he said this movie like broke him so i'm pretty sure like this is the reason why he's taking a break for a while because like they said i i can see why too because i think he did a lot for this particular movie more than the second the other two this is what they kept saying too, like in articles, they were like, he actually loses something. Like mm-hmm. he always has help from other people. People are always coming to his rescue or like at the last minute, like he can get like, you know, people are supporting him. And this one, it was like him on his own, completely alone, no happy, no nothing. I mean, if the other two Spider-Man didn't show up, like he was fucked. Yeah. But also like they needed to show up. Cause I think that gave that, that gave a nice element to it as well. And I also think I was nervous because when I first saw the trailer for this movie, I was like, oh, I hope Doctor Strange is in it. Not, I hope he's not in it too much. And like, I think he was in it just enough or maybe he could have been a little less, but it wasn't about him. It was more about Peter Parker, which I really liked. It was just better that they gave them an antagonistic relationship versus like just replacing another Tony. Exactly. And that final suit that he has, chef's kiss. Oh, beautiful. Very nice. I also, I'm a little upset that he didn't show up in Hawkeye, but that's a whole nother story. That's what pissed me off about Marvel. I told you that wasn't going to happen. That I was know. only you with your wishful thinking. No, that was I, on Instagram. That was everyone. I, I thought, yes, I did think it. And I was a little upset because that's when Marvel pisses me off when it's like, why you have him in that, put a different scene and don't have him. No, in- if anything, Daredevil should have been in it, not Spider-Man. That would have made no sense for Spider-Man to be in it. 
He lives right by there. He didn't hear that whole tree falling down and the cops coming. Yeah, but Kingpin is Daredevil's. Maybe Daredevil's villain. Busy. He's also fought in Spider Man though. Yeah, but you also don't know like the timing of it. Like Hawkeye, you don't know if that took place after No Way Home. No, I know. I no, that's I, I understand that. I'm just I was pissed that they had it in the exact it does take place after or dur- I don't know because Florence Pugh says, Oh, I want to go see the new and improved Statue of Liberty. So it's not torn down yet. So you don't yeah, I don't know. I just thought it was a little weird that they chose Rockefeller Center and that's exactly where the F- Hawkeye finale was gonna be. I just thought it was a little they could have chose a different setting, maybe. That's all. We're gonna we're gonna move on. Win lose <laughs> Little different today. We're gonna since we're through Zoom. We're gonna, you're gonna go to your you're gonna go to your Facebook messengers, please, folks. And the thing is, whoever texts me first, I am going to give them the chance to answer, or they're gonna get the point. Okay. Are you? This ready? is riveting. Yes. For oh, our listeners. <laughs> oh, it will. I'll d- document the whole thing. Number one. What is the longest Spider-Man movie? A. The Amazing Spider-Man Two. B. Spider-Man No Way Home. Or C. Into the Spider-Verse. Answer. Jimmy? Oh, I, I put the letters wrong. Oh, well, Jimmy... I was writing out the title. <laughs> <laughs> the answer was B, Spider-Man No Way Home. Jimmy gets that point. Ding, ding, ding. Congratulations for you. Number two. Get your fingers ready. Just before Strange chases Peter into the mirror dimension, he runs past a newsstand selling copies of People magazine with what on the cover? An interview with J. Jonah Jameson about why Mysterio is right, a rave review about Rogers the musical, or an exclusive interview with Liz Toombs calling him a liar. The answer was C, an exclusive interview with Liz Toombs calling him a liar. Jimmy, congratulations. You got that point too. Ding, well, ding, dude, ding. What are you talking about? I got it first. It popped up Jimmy for me. It, on mine, it pops up me. Oh, well, I'm going by my phone, so it popped up Jimmy first. Sorry. That's such bullshit. <laughs> number number three. When the three Spider-Man land at the top of the Statue of Liberty, who lands first? A, Tobey Maguire, B, Andrew Garfield, or C, Top? Well, I didn't finish reading it or see tom holland well apparently my messages aren't coming as quickly so i'm I'm not going to wait i'm gonna give it to kelly because she posted both answers before jimmy sent his the answer was a toby mcguire so congratulations kelly you got the point so it's 2-1 the bonus is for a tie and i don't know what happens after that bonus tom holland begins filming tom holland began filming this movie how many days after finishing his other movie uncharted a 2 b 10 or c 30 Okay, Jimmy, after the second time, you got it right. Okay. <laughs> the answer was A again, two. So, Jimmy, you won. Ding, ding, ding. Congratulations. You, oh, no, that's not what we're going to do. I was trying to... T- we're not, you can I, just clap your hands. I you thought know? my phone would make a ding more. We're ding. <laughs> He's at a deep... <laughs> you could just clap your hands in front of the mic, not ding, ding, ding. We're moving on to MVP, LVP. My MVP was... I'll give it to Andrew Garfield. Jimmy? Willem Dafoe. Kelly? Mine was Andrew Garfield. And my M- and my LVP is, I will give it to, I guess, Lizard, because Sam had a funny joke that I liked. Jimmy? No multiverse tearing. Okay. Kelly? Mine was going to go to Lizard, too. Okay. I'm going to give it a 10. That was not a surprise. You're giving it a 7. Kelly? I'll give it an 8.5. 8.5. 8.5? Okay. I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. You, I know this is going to be, I'm not, I'm in the minority for this, but I will say that the Tom Holland trilogy is one of my favorite, like, superhero trilogies. So that's, I'm just going to say it. Okay, guys, that is it for this week, our second week of our look back of 2021. Next week is Licorice Pizza. And then our last week is Shang-Chi and the Legends or, of the Ten or Rings. Or we call it by its, um, by its um, almost name? What? Soggy Bottom. Okay, guys, next week we're doing Soggy Bottoms, I guess. We will see you later. Bye. Bye.
Bye. Thanks so much for listening. You can hear us anywhere you listen to podcasts, and we want to hear what you think, so leave us a review. Give us some likes on social media at Pop Horror Review. Click around www.poporreview.com. Become a member of our Patreon page, patreon.com backslash review for exclusive content and drink recipes. And one last thing before you go, make sure to check out the Titan Media Collective and Titan Cast Network. Enjoy the rest of your movie Monday. That was a Titan Cast episode.